Hey Nick, here's some guitar music for you. Dizzle, dizzle, my bro. Yes, I need more pro marketing tips, my guy, because I'm new to all of that. Um, I put my SoundCloud link in my Insta now, and I'm going to put it in my Anchor bio. So let's keep the let's keep the phonians going as well. I enjoyed that one. How about it's just come to me now. Me, you, and Bright Beautiful World on a call. I think that would be a good one. So let me know what you think. Take care, my bro. I'll speak to you soon. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Oh, jeez, man, nothing, man. We're just hanging out and stuff. You want to get home? Don't be scared, honey. Stop it, antics inside the octagon fuck with a lot of people's heads. And Bobby's like, what the fuck is he talking about? What does that even mean? Yeah, and yeah. then the entire time the fight is going on, like, what, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? And then you hit him, oh, bitch, I just stunned you, bitch. Now I am the kind of guy. We shall never surrender, whatever the cops may be. Yeah, that's a million of fucking you. I'm not Nick Diaz. I'm the Nick Diaz of Knox. Welcome to the show. Oh. My. God. I thought today's show was gonna be big for one reason. And instead, I have two reasons. Well, maybe even three. Firstly, let me just start off with the fact that, well, we've done it again! Woo! We've done it again! Yes! Celebrate good times, come on! Dun, 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 dun. 900 listeners, it's over 900! Listeners of the Nick Diaz of Knox intro that you just heard off the top. And we are already well on our way to the big one, zero, zero, zero. Will it coincide with episode one, zero, zero? I sure do hope so. But uh, 
that is the number one reason, or at least the first reason, that, you know, what that, that reason alone would normally be enough reason for me to say, today is a massive show. But that's not even the biggest thing today, people. That's like small potatoes compared to what I have for you today. Listeners of the Nick Diaz of Knots will know we've already had a random Redditor awesome knot player come on and talk to us, talk shop with us about awesome knots. We've had an awesome knots tournament commentator caster come on, which was awesome. Shout out to Oz. But now, today, on this show, we have not only one. I'm smiling already. We have not only one, but two of the voiceover artists who did two of the voices of the characters in the Awesome Knots video game. What? What? My mind is still being blown as I'm saying this right now. Uh, Many of you already know this, but the Knot part of Nick Diaz of Knots, that comes from a video game, my favorite video game, Awesome Knots. And now I got to just talk to two of the characters from that video game. One has been in the game for over about four years, and the other one is being released tomorrow. This game is always coming out with new and exciting things to do, and they're always doing new characters as well. So uh, Kitara comes out tomorrow, and we talk to the voice uh, actress, artist, whatever we're calling them, voiceover artist, Behind the voice of Ki- Kitara, the new character coming out tomorrow, as well as for those awesome not players out there, we're talking to Scoop today. These are professional talkers. So even if you're not interested in video games or anything like that, these guys like play awesome knots and stuff, but they're professional voiceover artists. So if you're on Anchor, you're basically an amateur voice artist to some degree. These guys are the professionals. I guarantee you they're going to say some things in here that you will not hear anywhere else. You're just speaking into a microphone, and so are they. The only difference, they're getting paid for it. Amazing, amazing talk that we had. Only possible on the greatest app in the world. Anchor. (laughs) I love doing that. There's only two steps to crushing any goal that you ever have. One, start. Two, don't stop. That's it. If you do that, you will be able to accomplish everything and anything you've ever wanted to do. But make sure that you write it down so that becomes real. Otherwise, it's just going to live in your head. And the more that you can make it a reality, you know, whether or not you paint it on your walls or just make a sticky note of it. Cool. Whatever you need to do to make it real. The thing is, if you have paper, you can burn it after you're done with the goal. That way you're not focusing on the past and you're always thinking about the next thing that is going to light your, light yourself on fire, light your soul on fire. Because what are we doing here, people? If we're not on fire about what we're doing, then we're probably in the wrong thing. We're not doing what we know we should be doing. So uh, I'm going to just do a little intro to not only the... Uh, the talk that I have, but also what I did yesterday on the show, because a lot of people tuned in, but I think a lot of people missed the final product, so stay tuned, I will get to the talk in just a second, but before that, so just before we get to today's talk, 
with my two very special guests. Yesterday, I my mind is still blown, to be brutally honest, about what I did yesterday. And I didn't even do it well, I just did it. And that's kind of what the whole point of this podcast, my main goal of motivation is just inspiring people to start whatever it is that they their crazy dream is to start. Yesterday I made a song. I wrote a song. I don't I can't remember the last time I sat down and wrote a song front to back. I mean it's a short song. It's a minute and a half. No lyrics or anything. But the creation process was the same and I got it done in under 2 hours. Truthfully, you know, if I wasn't podcasting at the same time, I could have probably done it in a half hour. You can do anything you want, especially with this new Anchor app. I've now talked to, I think we're getting close to 20 guests now. And it's got to be close to 10, if not more, that haven't been on, uh, that weren't on Anchor previously to me asking them to come on. So, my challenge is always to you to reach out to somebody on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Literally, this is how it happened. Sherms, this is a big, big shout out to Sherms. I gave him a shout out last week when this happened because this interview today wouldn't be possible without Sherms, the crazy Asian. Because he is always pushing me to, like, he's, he, in my head, he reminds me of two tips. One, don't pay attention to the numbers, rankings, listens, anything like that. They don't matter. And to a point, he is 100% right. To a point. Not 100% right, though. Uh, <laughs> The other thing is expand your reach through social media. Right now, at least up until two weeks ago, I was not on Twitter. Seriously on Twitter. I had an account, but I didn't do anything on there. You know, I'd post random segments on there and stuff. But, you know, Sherm's kind of posted something. He shared one of my segments on there or something like that. And I was like, I guess I have to go there and say thank you. And I went there. And I was like, well, while I'm here, I guess I'll just go through and, you know, favorite some Awesome Not people. Check out what the Awesome Not community is saying. I favorite Tiana, who's the voice artist, voiceover artist. I always get that mixed up. Voiceover artist for the new character coming out tomorrow. And she literally, I was, I was going to text her. And then I was like, you know what? She's probably really busy and stuff. She's got a new character coming out. Who knows? She, her schedule is probably crazy. I jump into a game of Awesome Knots, and as I'm playing the game, she, I get a DM, which I never get, because I don't even, I thought it was a text message, because my phone vibrated, and it is the voice artist, Tiana, asking if she can come on the podcast. I hate to blow up our spot, Tiana, but it's, it's the truth, and listeners, you have to understand, build it, and they will come. But if you don't build it, there will be nothing for anybody to come to, and there will be nothing for you to show anybody to or invite anybody to come see. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not, I say this all the time, I don't feel like I'm necessarily doing anything special. All I'm trying to do is have as much fun as I can and push whatever envelope that I see as far out as I can, not only for myself because it's fun and it's interesting to push the limits of whatever I'm interested, whatever I'm involved in, but also to show, to be an example to people, especially to the haters that are like, oh, I can't do anything, or the complainers who are always just being like, oh, look at so-and-so, they have so much, they're doing so much. Today is episode 80 of the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast. 
How the hell did I get to 80? I don't even know. But I know I couldn't have done it without all of you amazing listeners and Anchor community out there. The Anchor fam is real, and it gets more real every day. So, coming up right now, I'm going to play the final version of the song that I wrote using the Anchor app as a delay pedal yesterday, recording three different tracks, a guitar and uh, a bass guitar and two actual acoustic guitars. It, it kind of sounds like shit, but it's all me and it's a song and I'm actually kind of proud of it. So, stay tuned for make hashtag make a song. Right after that, we're going to get to a song by an actual band and then we are going to get to the biggest interview, chat, multi-call, whatever we're talking about, friends with, uh, talks with friends ever I've ever had on this show. I'm so excited. Nick Diaz of Knots, keep it locked. Hi. Hey there. Sup. What's going on? Nothing. I just have coffee. All right. Can oh, you hear no. me now? Yes. There yes, we go. We have success. Yeah. See, no, you, you added me. You added me, but I, it didn't let me access my microphone when I first got it. Right. I, I, that's one tip that I will make sure to tell future guests uh, in the future turn to, to turn the microphone on as i believe one of my uh former guests also had a similar issue the first time we tried and she's like oh yeah i just had to turn my microphone on so yeah live and learn live and learn but you guys are pros uh as i was saying trying to introduce you guys uh originally you guys have your own theme music uh and i played the austin not theme music off the top which i am oh my goodness it is a pleasure to play that music on this channel as 
I am the Nick Diaz of Knots, awesome Knots here. And joining me on the line today, we have Tiana Camacho. Uh, oh, you just told me Camacho. <laughs> there you go. You got it, buddy. I got it. And Anthony Sardina? Or uh, Sardina. 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 Okay. Yeah, the, the H is silent. It's Portuguese, gotcha. but I'm not Portuguese. I'm not sure about that. So, uh, and by the way, uh, when Tiana and I originally connected on Twitter, she kept on mentioning this this person named Antfish. She's like, Ant, Antfish, Antfish. Uh, and, and I'm like, who is this Antfish guy? And uh, stupidly, I was just like, who is this Antfish guy? Truthfully, I don't know who he is. Should have just Googled you before making uh, a fool of myself. Because, of course, joining me here, we have the voice of Scoop of Justice on the line. That's right. And who's ready for a big scoop of justice coming your oh, way? You, I was hoping you guys would be able to do some of the voices today as, oh man, I try to, I, part of the reason I do this podcast is to try to educate people on what the hell Awesome Knox is. And I don't think people really understand the depth that this game goes to, to deliver just unique content. And part of that is every single character has a unique voice has unique specials a unique backstory and uh tiana your character is coming out tomorrow yep Ooh. oh <laughs> my goodness i am so excited i'm always excited for new character any new patch coming out but it's especially special when a new character arrives on the scene so uh i believe your character is called uh kitara right yes she is and can you tell us a little bit about Kitara? Well, um, Kitara. Know about her, maybe. This is this is what I know about the character completely because a lot of the time when you do this job, and I do this for a living, um, you don't a always voice artist. For yeah, everybody out there, voice artist. Yeah, so I'm a voiceover artist. Um, you don't always get all the information about the character until day of and then they'll release additional information after the character is out so you could voice a whole character and not know anything about them however i did get some info on kitara um before i recorded a little bit she is like a backstory and stuff yeah she she's part of rocket's renegade she's an assassin she's really cool um i really wondered about her design as I was recording, but I knew she was meant to be like a bug of some kind. And then she comes out and she's this really badass looking grasshopper. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Um, she is an assassin and a seductress, but she's addicted to food. So her <laughs> thing is seducing powerful men and stuffing her face. And if that is not, my greatest power fantasy. I don't know what is. That's incredible. That is amazing. <laughs> I that love is, her. I'm so excited to play the character. Uh, I I don't. Do you guys actually play Osmots? That is one of my biggest questions for you guys. As I'm I'm truthfully addicted to this game. Uh, so I guess my question is: Do you guys? Um, I guess uh, for Anthony, did you play Osmots before you had? Did the voiceover, did you know about Awesome Knots before? And I guess the same thing goes for you, Tiana. Um, have you played your character yet at all, either? I never knew what Awesome Knots was until they emailed me asking if I wanted to <laughs> audition. For... 
Um, everything you said about the conference and just giving advice to people, uh, I'm sure people are going to love, love, love that type of stuff. So, Tiana, is there anything from uh, your experience with the, the work that you would want to kind of let people know if they wanted to, you know, get into voice acting potentially or, or just any inspirational stuff you found along the way to help you out? I mean, all right. Well, here's the deal. I really wanted to be a voice actor since I was a little girl. But the thing is, you know, when you're from where I'm from, you see a lot of people struggle and you don't necessarily want that for yourself. And you really want all of the sacrifices of the people around you who raised you to mean something. So I guess it, it took me a long time to really be honest with myself and say to myself, yes, I want to be a performer of some kind. And I ended up stalling so much because I didn't say yes to myself. Wow. I could have probably been bigger than where I am right now in terms of voiceover if I just said to myself, you know what, this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to make of myself. And this is where I want to be. So my biggest piece of advice is it's okay if you don't know what you want to do with your life. But if you know what that is, do not hesitate. Go right for it and don't stall. You will regret stalling if you do. Just go right towards what you want. Do not divert from the course. Do not have any fear about going for what you want. Just say yes to yourself and go for it. Believe you're worth it and go forth. Absolutely. Gary, Gary V talks about all the all that same stuff. Um, I'm not trying to preach Gary V here, but he says the reason I think he's getting so big is because he's he swears a lot. He's very, very, very relatable. But he just says, <laughs> you know, double down on what you love. Yeah. And and that makes so much sense to me. It's just like uh, it, it's kind of like that that saying in business. You know, do what you do best and delegate the rest. It's like if you love to do something or you know you want to do something, like go go do it like screw everything else go go in that thing uh i sit on this podcast all the time no one can dream your dreams for you no one can make your dreams a reality for you um you have to go do that and another uh, reality too is first step, uh, always the first step that most people don't really care about your dreams so i mean you have to be the only one to care and then when and to show them that hey this is what i want to do and they're like oh okay that's cool but don't do it for other people. Do it for yourself. And most people can't even envision what you're truly envisioning in your head for yourself. Like their idea of like when you, I'm just to bring it back to you guys. You know, if 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 someone if you were to say, you know, I want to be a voice uh, artist, a voiceover artist, they'd be like, oh, so you're just gonna like do commercials? Oh, or I something could do like that, that too. It's just talking, like, right? No, oh, no, no. Like there's. Exactly. You're just going to be talking into a microphone for a living. That's that's what you're going to do. You're not going to become a banker or uh, an insurance. You're not going to wake up at six in the morning like and break your back for twelve hours and then get let go at the age of forty-five with a broken body. But hey, at least you're you missed your daughter's seventeen birthdays. But hey, at least you got a sweet house with no one inside to go to. Goodness gracious! I hear you. Uh, 
getting back to the uh, awesome match, I do have one one question, one burning question uh, about the recording because, especially Scoop, I haven't heard too many of Kitara's lines yet. I've I heard her theme the other night. Uh, Tiana sent me the the theme, which is awesome. But did you guys did, was was there any improv? Did they let you try out any lines, or was it? Or, or did they have all the lines kind of written out and uh, and it was all about delivery? I think they. I don't know if you want to give away trade secrets or whatever, but uh, that was a that was a question I definitely had for you guys. I think yeah, no, they they gave us they gave us lines. Did they say that you that you could like improv or like if you had any cool things or any ideas, go ahead and say them. Well, for me, I improv all the time, but for this, I just didn't improv because I got everything super late at night, and I'm looking at it. <laughs> all right, I, I just was like, I just want to be one and done, but. <laughs> were embellishments i didn't know what it was and then they showed me about it and i was like oh this looks really cool and then i find out that my cousins next door play it so i'm like oh <laughs> well all right then i i know I, okay i think I, I think i got a little bit of it but it's uh no it's it's a really cool game i love the art style i love all the the work and everything that's going into it it just seems like it's such a a big deal and it just it's so cool that it is and I love how, like, there's a community, there's tournaments, there's new patches coming out, there's music. Like, it's a for real, sweet, I'm going to say this, awesome game. <laughs> it's, it, it's hard to not, to not be so corny and call it awesome. They did it. That's in the name. A, yeah, they, it is. They did a fantastic job naming the game because it, it truly is awesome. Um, and the way I kind of describe the game, people are like, well, awesome knots? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's like... Uh, <laughs> It's like uh, it's like an astronaut, but who's awesome? Space and battles, space smash that's... brothers, MOBA. <laughs> oh my goodness! I cannot believe I am actually talking to uh, 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 an actual character and soon to be tomorrow a future character of yeah. what, what I what I honestly believe is my favorite multiplayer game of all time. Ooh, that's high praise. That that yeah. is a high praise. I've been gaming for I'm I'm 31 now, uh, born in '86, so I've uh, you know I've been gaming for most of my life, and you know all the way back to uh, uh, a link to the past, which I believe is my favorite game, single player game ever on the Super Nintendo. But you know I played Halo all the time. Uh, you're actually speaking with the second best Tony Hawk Pro Skater gamer in Canada. Yo, <laughs> what? Yo, that's up there, man. So they went. They went across Canada, and my brother and I placed first and second uh, by a long shot. So you know, I played tons of games in my life, and you know, I found, I came across Awesome Knots, and it it changed everything for me. I didn't even realize that I could like a game this much, have so much depth as I'm saying. So, um, and actually, I've gotten probably 15 people in my actual life into this game, and we used to have. Uh, I've talked to people about this since, and they're like, you should have had pictures or videos or streamed it or something, but we used to have huge land battles in my apartment with, like, people on, like, just, like, five people on a couch, everyone with a laptop, and we're just screaming at each other. It really brought me back to the old school, like, sitting around a TV with the split screen and playing your video, playing video games with your best friends. Really brought that back for me. The most important question is, what flavor of Dorito chips did you have? Because only with pure gamer fuel can it truly <laughs> you 
Do you have a Always preference do. for Mountain Dew? I, I, I can actually stand the taste of Mountain Dew, but here's a little tidbit that you might not know about Mountain Dew. Oh, no. Do you know where Mountain Dew came from or why? It was Virginia, Virginia, it used, to be, uh, it used to be moonshine. It's what they used to mix with the moonshine to make moonshine drinkable. Yeah, 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 exactly. Really? Yeah, and that's why it's called oh, yeah. Mountain Dew because they make it, they made the moonshine up in the mountains and then they'd, they would call, they bring down the moon, they would call it Mountain Dew so that they're not calling it moonshine so they can get away with it. But, and then they just took away the alcohol and now we have the kind of gross, sometimes good Mountain Dew. <laughs> I also read that. the that's Wikipedia so cool. article. <laughs> I was at a gaming convention and my buddies were just like, Mountain Dew and Doritos. I was like, what is, what about Mountain Dew? Yeah, looked up Moonshine from Virginia. It's crazy. Mountain Dew's done such a great job marketing themselves as like a, a drink for the gamer. It really has. I think 7-Eleven needs to get on that because all that stuff that you can get, you can get at 7-Eleven plus little extra things like Tosquitos. So if I've been saying this, if 7-Eleven invests in esports and has like a food truck outside of Evo for whatever <laughs> and just up their food, it'll be great. They'll make bang for amazing. Awesome. Even. <laughs> I'm all about those innovative marketing tactics and ideas, just bringing the product to where the people are going to be, as I was saying on my Twitter last night. Um, have you guys been to Asia at all, by the way? I have not. Mm -mm. So I, I've been I've been twice, and, and uh, I've been just briefly, my brother taught over there for a while, but you were mentioning 7-Eleven, and one of the craziest things that I, I mean, this might be an expat thing to say, but... Uh, uh, apparently there's an actual thing in, in China and or Taiwan where literally you can't. That were definitely me that I threw in there that weren't written out. I always do that where like if a character's really happy about something, she's going to let out a squeal um, for, for her sloppy eating. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> lot of takes of sloppy eating and a lot of, them, a lot of them were inspired by rob paulson because he he does his own sloppy eating that i think is just sounds so gross and beautiful so i did that but aside from that like that was my other question is is how many take was there any lines or were there, were there anything that you had to record for the game that you had to do over and over just like all the lines yes. For whatever reason. Every, I mean, every line, just for, you know, just for, so they have multiple takes, so that way, like, it's better to give them multiple takes of different varieties rather than sending in one, and they're like, oh, we like this, but do you think maybe you could try because we kind of have this little vision, like, and then at, at that point, it just causes back and forth, and everyone's time kind of gets wasted at that point, so might as well just give them some, like, multiple takes of different variations and yeah, some throw in a bit of yourself in there too. Cause in case somebody who is also a casting director just happens to be playing or happens to be listening, here's that little <laughs> thing. I like that little, that little bit of tidbit. Oh, well that's all me. Here's my card. Well, I mean, I, I'm not trying to say like, like clearly just from talking to you guys, you guys are definitely, uh, you guys are obviously professionals. You guys uh, aren't even necessarily hearing that. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, Tiana was just saying something like, um, you guys are professional voice actors, actors, and uh, I don't think people really understand that. When I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is people don't understand what it goes into being an artist, 
or voiceover artist or an actor, they're just like, oh, I just have to like stand here and say this line. It's like, yes, but there's way more to it than that. And you guys were touching, I guess what I'm trying to say is you guys were just touching on it that you have to put yourself into these characters that you are creating with your voice only. And, and I don't think a lot of people appreciate that necessarily that aren't in the business. Wow, that took a while to get out. I am so sorry. Well, I mean, anybody who, (laughs) yeah, I mean, anybody who, like, doesn't have any information but a lot of opinions on something that they're not doing, I mean, they'll Mm -hmm. they'll say it and think that they know what it is. But it's in the name, voice acting. You're acting. So, like, you're pulling from experience and inspiration all the time. And it's more than just doing funny voices. Like, I'll have people come up and be like, hey – I'm going to do a Mickey Mouse impression. I'm like, okay, that's great. Now do a Mickey Mouse impression where he finds out that his wife is dying. Uh, yes, exactly. Exactly. They can do one emotion generally. With yeah. One tone, but one tone. Exactly. But to, 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 to truly take on a character and deliver lines as that character would deliver them, as you said, in whatever situation. I mean, that's, that's, that's the skill. That's the art in the artistry of, voice over artists yeah <laughs> and if i may like when i was in college i i had no idea what i was doing at all as an actor i was terrible <laughs> um, but the <laughs> the one definition of acting that always stuck out to me was um the art of living truthfully in imaginary given circumstances huh. i like that yeah i really like that thank you it's a it's something that I really had to struggle to learn how to do. And acting's hard because, I mean, it has to be. All these people want to be actors. It's a lot of people that really want to be actors. But, I mean, there's, there's not a lot of people making money at it. So I think it's really just the art of trying to figure out how to live. And there's a lot of soul searching that goes into that outside of the craft and learning what your own truth is for yourself. Well, like any trailblazer that's trying to do something that's not like we're seeing a very normal path in life. I mean, it, you're going to have all these, I'm sure, touch points with yourself where it's just like, what am I doing with my life? Is this even going to be worth it? You know, and, and you have to, as you say, you know, make the decision or double down. Uh, and, and when you decide that, like, yes, this is what I truly want to do and it is worth all this extra crap, as you were saying, on this. I truly am passionate about. Yeah. Man. Okay. So, can't go a block without seeing a 7-Eleven. It is a cornerstone of society in, at least where I was in Taiwan and everywhere I went in Taiwan. And there, there's this, it's a weird feeling when you can't see a Seven Eleven because it's like, where's society right now? Like, I'll tell you, what, it's with... zero corners. That's what it's about. It's a corner That's store. It. The corner store is the corner cornerstone. Yeah. Wow. I mean, in so in certain parts this... of Asia, I would imagine that convenience stores hold a lot more significance than the ones around here, unless you're in like well, certain parts well, of the United States. It's crazy in in Taiwan, at least. You, they sell beer in Seven Eleven, which I guess they might also do in America. I'm in Canada right now, so yeah. Same. Um, I think. Uh, they are, are you really? Yeah, I'm from Toronto. No way! I am just outside in Oakville. Oh boy! 
<laughs> Better than London, I guess. I suppose so. I suppose so. But shout out to all uh, our all our Canadian brethren and sisters out there. Hope you're staying warm. Uh, it is freezing in my apartment, but I am trying to stay toasty here. Uh, Tiana, Peace you're be in, to uh, the sixth god. <laughs> Tiana, you're in uh, NYC? Yes, I am. I have been in New York City my whole life. I was actually... Um, born in in brooklyn and raised in coney island believe it or not and oh wow yeah so i spent the first 19 years of my life in coney island and i would actually if i wanted to go home late at night and i was at a party and i was with a couple of other people i would actually walk on the boardwalk and make a right on the parachute jump and my house was two blocks down so oh man coney island is one of those things as a Canadian, it's so idealistic. I have never been there, but it's just like a name, like a staple. That's just like, oh man, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I, I've never even been there. It's cool. Bowser has captured it's the true. princess. It's taken into Coney Island <laughs> Disco Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's 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 a nice place um, to visit. It it is the hood, but I mean, <laughs> it was my hood, so it was like you had the private houses and the projects. And then on the opposite end, you had your, um, your amusement park area. So it was two amusement parks, Astroland and Dino's Wonderworld. Astroland closed, got replaced with something else. Um, wow. We had an arcade called Faber's Fascination. And what people would do is they would go there and hog the DDR machines, because that's what they did. <laughs> I used to love DDR. So I, I just, just a little tidbit. I've actually made two movies in my life, one a five-minute movie and one a 10-minute movie, both of which I've unfortunately had to star in because my act- actors are uh, hard to find in high school and in college, let's just say. So, yeah. uh, the, first mo- yeah. so the, the first movie that I, I actually wrote both of them as well, but the first one was uh, a ripoff of Eight Mile, the Eminem movie, but in, so it was in kilometers. I think it was 13.872 kilometers or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and it was the story of this underground DDR league tournament thing. And, uh, and all about kind of being the best DDR dancer. And it was, it was as terrible as it sounds. And I'm not trying to make it sound any better, but I was pretty damn good. I'll just say at DDR back in the day. So I think there is a movie now called Beats of Rage where it's kind of like that, but it's like a full on like hour and a half of like a post-apocalyptic wasteland. And the only way (laughs) that you can survive is by playing DDR or something. That is amazing. That is so much fun. I'm going to have to Google that later because that sounds freaking cool. So you guys, uh, you're you're two voice actors, uh, one in Canada and one in... uh, uh, voice artists i don't know what the correct terminology here and, is. And, and it's the same thing i i figured but um how did you two meet and did you guys uh know each other before getting involved in the awesome knots or or did awesome knots have any play in connecting you two okay this is what happened <laughs> 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 shush oh my god um so I went to L.A. because I was invited to a celebration to celebrate the fifth anniversary of the release of Dustin Elysian Tale. Now, I am not in that game at all, but they invited me and they invited a friend of mine. So we we were considered a package deal. So we both went. (laughs) Anthony happened to be there. 
happened That's literally how this was. Like I wasn't also invited. <laughs> We're getting a little serious here. Um, is there any... Is there any game out there that you're like, oh, I wish I could have done voice on that? Like, are, do you, are you big gamers outside of uh, doing the voice? Yeah, Street Fighter, one hundred and ten percent. Oh my god! Yeah, Street Fighter. As in, you want to be in Street Fighter, or you play Street Fighter? Both. Yeah. Both. <laughs> oh my god! Can you listen? Like, I I've been gaming forever. And for some reason, fighting games are just a really big part of me growing up. It was a lot of Tekken. It was a lot of Soul Calibur. I'm a beast at Soul Calibur 2 as well. That was a great game. Um, I love that game so much. It was so much fun. But, like, I really got into 2D fighters so and um, when I was getting older. So it was a lot of Guilty Gear, a lot of Street Fighter. Street Fighter, for some reason, <laughs> resonates so well for me because the whole system is easy to pick up, but it's impossible to master. And I think, like, yes, this is a fighting game you can play for hours and you can do it forever and you'll never get bored. So, like, yeah, if I were to ever be in anything that matters a lot to me, it would be Street Fighter. Like, you have no idea. That and probably Carmen Sandiego. I love Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego is a great game. I used to play that back on like Macintosh back on the day. I think Anthony the day. dropped. But Oh, he did drop. Sorry. Oh dear. I don't know if no, no, that's okay. This happens all the time. I don't know if we're gonna be able to get him back. I don't know if he had to run to do something else or if it's the app that dropped him. So if uh if we can't get him back or anything like that, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Tiana. <laughs> no, he was invited, but like we met at a week long party essentially, which was really cool. And out of everyone there, like he and I, after we went home, just connected really well as people and we always kept in touch. But the thing is, I had no, okay, because this is something Anthony does. Um, Anthony. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> he, we never know what he's in unless you Google him. Because he, he will voice, like, a million things in a year. They'll all release. And then you'll never know he's in them. Like, he won't tell anybody. We just, uh, unless someone else is like, hey, guys, I'm in this game. And then he does something like, oh, hey, welcome to the family. Glad to have you in this game. You'll never know. So I book awesome nights. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I know about this game. I know people that play this game in college. Jabron is into this game. Oh my god, this is so weird. And then you know, I I just tell him, and then he's like, "Oh wow, welcome to the family." <laughs> and I was like, "Damn it!" And I, I like I had no clue because he's just that tight lipped about his booking. So you you will have to Google this man. He he just won't tell you. He's just not like that. And I, I get it. That's that's his sort of like VO Ninja privacy thing. He doesn't like to talk about himself too much. But it's really cool because it's like a surprise. Like you have no clue what one of your best friends is in until you say it. And then as it turns out, it's like a nice little surprise. Oh, hey, we're both in this. So, yeah, <laughs> he was in it first. And then I showed up. And then I was like, I had no clue you were in this game. And that's how it was. But yeah, we met in Burbank. We had a great time. I read his tarot cards, actually. That was fun. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was yeah. real good. Anything in the future for you? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Eh, future, past, and present, yes. 
<laughs> do, do you want to talk about it or no? The, the, the tarot card reading or how we met or? Any of it, man. That's fine with me. Well, yeah. I mean, your character was released, um, Anthony, uh, 2014. So that's like coming up on, well, I guess it's, it's about three years now. Three, four uh, years, yeah. Three or four years, yeah. So you've kind of been in and around the community for, you know, a lot longer, I would say, right? Like, uh, so what, 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 what's your experience been like with Osmots since the recording? And, and I guess when, when did you meet uh, Tiana at this party in this awesome, supposedly awesome party, week-long party in Burbank? It was awesome, all of it. Uh, well, what, what happened was uh, they had emailed me I believe it was because of a recommendation from another game that I had recorded and done work with another Swedish developer. I forget where they're from, but, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no, they messaged me as, Hey, would you be able to record and audition for this character scoops as well as uh, Wraith scoops, which was his, uh, avatar. And I was like, sure, absolutely. And so I did it. And then they were like, Oh my God, that's really good. Could you, uh, we also <laughs> have another guy who, um, another character for a skin, if you'd be able to record for him as well. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And then eventually, uh, Scoop's got another skin, which funny enough is uh, a blatant final fantasy cloud ripoff. So that was, <laughs> that was, that was, uh, that was great for anyone who knows the other work that I do, but, uh, yeah, no. yeah. so you've done all, <laughs> you've... But yeah, no, since then it's, uh, it's been good. I've even got to do a bunch of other work with uh, their other games, swords and soldiers too, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then as for meeting up with the uh, Tiana before we met up, cause you told me this and I didn't realize this, but prior to Burbank, we had met at another convention cause your friend was also a guest there and I was also a guest there and we had dinner and apparently we had met and I didn't remember. Yeah, no, that was, that was in Kineticon, right? For the yeah, that was. Yeah, Kellen was like, hey, I'll, I'm going to catch you later at this thing. So I go, and you happened to be there. Yeah, and there I was. And then we didn't start talking until Burbank. And then you were like, hey, remember from Kineticon? I was like, no. <laughs> I meet a lot of people. How am I supposed to remember every single face? But no, I mean, it was... Uh... A lot of cons, dude. Like, you know. I... I to remember on the regular basis like i'm not even mad like yeah. i just think it's funny because we've actually met before it happened i mean it it happens more often than not with awesome not than with a lot of things but yeah no uh when we first met we uh we had coffee everyone else was chilling we did a tarot card reading um uh, it was really good very very <laughs> therapeutic got to look back and like huh i didn't think about this or oh hmm i guess i am what do you know ain't that something it was it was a lot of fun and then as for the the party we made we went to it was that was a blast we did karaoke we uh you made some really good uh some really good drinks what were they called again oh yeah so i'm puerto rican so i i have my own culture Puerto Rico. um i have my own thing where if i'm invited somewhere i always like to be super Curious and and really you know do things for the people around me if they invite me in their space so i love things like that at parties, <laughs> so let's work for you 
I, I went and I got some co- cream of coconut, coconut milk, um, some other things, and I got rum, and I made coquito for everyone there, which you're only supposed to make at Christmas, but, like, it felt like Christmas in August, so it, it worked yeah. out. Yeah, with that 70-plus yeah. weather. And Anthony helped me. He was such a good helper with alcohol. He did really well. I, so, yeah. I'm a good soldier. You're just like, alcohol, where I'll help however you need. Just tell me where the alcohol is. It was is. more so for the coconut, but... I will, uh... Yeah, no. Not just that, <laughs> but, like, we, we were, like, out on... <laughs> Dude, were we out on Xander's porch? <laughs> we were. We were all out on Xander's porch, and we were all just uh, <laughs> complaining about the industry. It was, uh, it was good times. It was a good bonding experience. It was a nice little bonding experience, yeah. <laughs> we had a great time, and, you know, everybody liked the drinks, and... We, we just had a lot of fun, and that's so, it. We related really well. Is connecting at, like, conventions and parties and stuff like that a big part oh, of yeah. the voice over artists? I'd say so, industry? yeah. Because, I mean, there, it's one thing, and this works with any profession, honestly, in the entertainment industry, because you could go in and do an interview for and be like, the most, I'm, this is, I'm by the books, I will do everything correctly. But if you have no personality, no one's going to be able to relate to you or be able to, like, actually help in any way and if you're like the best yeah exactly and if you're like to, the right? best at whatever it is you're doing but you're a dick no one is going to work with you because it's better to ha- to be with somebody who doesn't understand it that much but is willing to learn and has a good attitude towards it and that way their vibe can like give off and help other people that's a million times better than working with somebody who's like really good at their job but is a total shut-in and won't talk to anybody and one thing i will say though it's got to be enjoyable for everybody to work yes, on. Yes, exactly. Project. And I will say this. This is a, I heard this quote and it's the truest thing ever. Networking and not working is just one letter away. Ooh, oh, snap. That's, that's like really it. cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the truth. Wow. This, so, so this is both of your first time on this app, I do believe, right? It's the first yeah. time using it, yeah. Yeah, this is a brand new uh, podcast, Nap Up and Podcast, and I'm here daily ever since September 2nd. And uh, this is going to be episode 80 that, uh, uh, that I'm doing today that you're on. And um, the community on here loves – it's one of the most positive social media platforms, communities I've ever seen in my life, probably because it's the first audio-based one, not inherently text-based one. But a big part of what, what – everyone loves to hear and everyone wants to wants to hear about and talk about and everything on here is, is positive vibes shout out to positive vibes by the way there's a guy on here named positive vibes but just motivation leadership inspiration entrepreneurship you know uh, how to make things happen for yourself you know half 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 if not more people on this app are here myself included because of a guy named gary v do you know who gary v is i can't I say do i do <laughs> Wow, more people. My my listeners are going to be blown away. Um, <laughs> Gary V, I, I, I'll send you some links or something like that. Post something on Twitter, but short, uh, very quickly. His he's uh, he's a multimillionaire uh, living in New York. His dream is to own the New York Jets, but he he's all about gratitude, gratitude, um, uh, patience, and he believes that even if he never buys the Jets. 
he has to love the process that of going of going through the process to get the Jets. And so it's he's all about inspiring this lady to be real with themselves and stuff. Yeah. So um, everything he said about the conference and just giving advice to people, uh, I'm sure people are going to love, love, love that type of stuff. So, Tiana, is there anything from uh, your experience with the, the work that you would want to kind of let people know if they wanted to, you know, get into voice acting potentially or or just any inspirational stuff you found along the way? Help you out? I mean, all right. Well, here's the deal. I really wanted to be a voice actor since... I was a little girl. But the thing is, you know, when you're from where I'm from, you see a lot of people struggle and you don't necessarily want that for yourself. And you really want all of the sacrifices of the people around you who raised you to mean something. So I guess it it took me a long time to really be honest with myself and say to myself, yes, I want to be a performer of some kind. And I ended up stalling so much because I didn't say yes to myself. Wow. I could have probably been bigger than where I am right now in terms of voiceover if I just said to myself, you know what, this is what I want to do and this is what I want to make of myself and this is where I want to be. So my biggest piece of advice is, it's okay if you don't know what you want to do with your life. But if you know what that is, do not hesitate. Go right for it and don't stall. You will regret stalling if you do. Just go right towards what you want. Do not divert from the course. Do not have any fear about going for what you want. Just say yes to yourself and go for it. Believe you're worth it and go forth. Absolutely. Gary, Gary V talks about all the all that same stuff. Um, I'm not trying to preach Gary V here, but he says the reason I think he's getting so big is because he's he swears a lot. He's very 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 relatable, but he just <laughs> says you know double down on what you love. Yeah. And and that makes so much sense to me. It's just like, uh, it, it's kind of like that, that saying in business, you know, do what you do best and delegate the rest. It's like, if you love to do something or you know you want to do something, like, go go do it. Like, screw everything else. Go go in that thing. Uh, I sit on this podcast all the time. No one can dream your dreams for you. No one can make your dreams a reality for you. Um, you have to go do that yourself. And another uh, reality too is first step, uh, always the first step. Is, uh, most people don't really care about your dreams, so I mean, you have to be the only one to care, and then when and to show them that hey, this is what I want to do, and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool, but don't do it for other people; do it for yourself. And most people can't even envision what you're truly envisioning in your head for yourself, like their idea of like when you, I'm just a bring it back to you guys, you know, if, if, if someone, if you were to say, you know, I want to be a voice uh, artist, a voiceover artist, they'd be like, oh, so you're just going to like do commercials. Oh, or I could do like that, that too. It's just talking, like, right? No, oh, no, no. Like there's it, it, exactly. You're just going to be talking into a microphone for a living. That's, that's what you're going to do. You're not going to become a banker or uh, an insurance You're not going to wake up at 6 in the morning like and break your back for 12 hours and then get let go at the age of 45 with a broken body. But, hey, at least you're, you missed your daughter's 
17 birthdays, but hey, at least you got a sweet house with no one inside to go to. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I hear you. Uh, getting back to the uh, awesome match, I do have one one question, one burning question uh, about the recording, because especially Scoop, I haven't heard too many of Katara's lines yet. I've, I heard her theme the other night. Uh, Tiana sent me the, the theme, which is awesome. But did you guys, did, was, was there any improv? Did they let you try out any lines or, was it, or, or did they have all the lines kind of written out and, uh, and it was all about delivery? I think they, I don't know if you want to give away trade secrets or whatever, but uh, that was a, that was a question I definitely had for you guys. I think, yeah, no, they, they gave us, they gave us lines. Did they say that you, that you could like improv or like, if you had any cool things or any ideas, go ahead and say them. Well, for me, I improv all the time, but for this, I just didn't improv because I got everything super late at night and I'm looking at all right, I, I just was like, I just want to be one and done. But did I, there were embellishments that were definitely me that I threw in there that weren't written out. I always do that where like if a character's really happy about something, she's going to let out a squeal um, for, for her sloppy. <laughs> um, okay. I did a lot of takes of sloppy eating and a lot of <laughs> were inspired by Rob Paulson because he he does his own sloppy eating that I think is just sounds so gross and beautiful. So I did that, but aside from that, like that was my other question: is is how many was there any lines or were there, were there anything that you had to record for the game that you had to do over and over, just like all the lines for whatever reason? Every I mean every line just for <laughs> you know just for so they have multiple takes so that way like it's better to give them multiple takes of different varieties rather than sending in one and they're like oh we like this but you think maybe you could try because we kind of had this little vision like and then at, mm-hmm. at that point it just causes back and forth and everyone's time kind of gets wasted at that point so might as well just give them some like multiple takes of different variations and yeah some throw in a bit of yourself in there too because in case somebody who is also a casting director just happens to be playing or happens to be listening here's that little <laughs> thing i like that little that little bit of tidbit oh well that's all me here's my card well i mean i i'm not trying to say like like clearly just from talking to you guys you guys are definitely uh, you guys are obviously professionals you guys uh, aren't even necessarily hearing that like uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, Tiana was just saying something like, um, "You guys are professional voice actors, uh, uh, actors, and uh, I don't think people really understand that." When I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is, people don't understand what it goes into being an artist or voiceover artist or an actor. They're just like, "Oh, I just have to like stand here and say this line." It's like, yes. But there's way more to it than that. And you guys were touching, I guess what I'm trying to say is you guys were just touching on it, that you have to put yourself into these characters that you are creating with your voice only. And, and I don't think a lot of people appreciate that necessarily, that aren't in the business. Wow, that took a while yeah. to get out. I am so Well, I mean, anybody who, <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody who, like, doesn't have any information but a lot of opinions on something that they're not doing. I mean, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll say it and think that they know what it is, but it's in the name voice acting, you're acting. So like you're pulling from experience and inspiration all the time. And it's more than just doing funny voices. Like I'll have people come up and be like, 
hey, I'm going to do a Mickey Mouse impression. I'm like, okay, that's great. Now do a Mickey Mouse impression where he finds out that his wife is dying. Uh, yes, exactly, exactly. They can do one emotion generally. With yeah, one tone. But one tone, exactly. But to, 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 to truly take on a character and deliver lines as that character would deliver them, as you said, in whatever situation. I mean, that's, that's, that's the skill. That's the art in the artistry of voiceover artists. Yeah. <laughs> and if I may, like, when I was in college i i had no idea what i was doing at all as an actor i was terrible <laughs> um, but the <laughs> the one definition of acting that always stuck out to me was um the art of living truthfully in imaginary given circumstances huh. i like that yeah i really like that Thank you. it's uh it's something that i really had to struggle to learn how to do and acting's hard because i mean it has to be. All these people want to be actors. It's a lot of people that really want to be actors. But I mean, there's, there's not a lot of people making money at it. So I think it's really just the art of trying to figure out how to live. And there's a lot of soul searching that goes into that outside of the craft and learning what your own truth is for yourself. Well, like any trailblazer that's trying to do something that's not like we're seeing a very normal path in life. I mean, it, you're going to have all these, I'm sure, touch points with yourself where it's just like, what am I doing with my life? Is this even going to be worth it? You know, and, and you have to, as you say, you know, make the decision or double down. Uh, and, and when you decide that, like, yes, this is what I truly want to do. And it is worth all this extra crap, as you were saying on the truly am passionate about yeah man okay so we're getting a little serious here um is there any is there any game out there that you're like oh i wish i could have done voice on that like are, do you, are you big gamers outside of uh doing the voice yeah, street work at fighter 110 percent oh my god yeah street fighter as in you want to be in street fighter or you play street fighter both. Yeah. Both. <laughs> oh my god. Can you listen? Like I I've been gaming forever and for some reason fighting games are just a really big part of me growing up. It was a lot of Tekken. It was a lot of Soul Calibur. I'm a beast at Soul Calibur too as well. That was a great game. Um I love that game so much. It was so much fun. But like I really got into 2D fighters so and um when I was getting older. So it was a lot of Guilty Gear, a lot of Street Fighter. Street Fighter, for some reason, <laughs> resonates so well for me because the whole system is easy to pick up, but it's impossible to master. And I think like, yes, this is a fighting game. You can play for hours and you can do it forever and you'll never get bored. So like, yeah, if I were to ever be in anything that matters a lot to me, it would be Street Fighter. Like you have no idea. That and probably Carmen Sandiego. That's... <laughs> I love Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego is a great game. I used to play that back on like Macintosh back on the day. I think Anthony the day. dropped. But I oh, did drop. Sorry. Oh dear. I don't know if no, no, that's okay. This happens all the time. I don't know if we're gonna be able to get him back. I don't know if he had to run to do something else or if it's the app that dropped him. So if uh 
if we can't get him back or anything like that, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Tiana. I hope you all are enjoying the amazing talk that I had with these two voiceover artists. I got it right this time. Tiana and Anthony. We got cut off a couple of different times, so this is going to be the only break I am doing in this interview, call-in, whatever we're calling it. And we're going to play a song, and then we're going to get right back to it. And then that's going to be uh, the whole call. I will come back on a little bit later. I have to talk fights. I might save it for tomorrow, but I'm probably going to do some fight talk after all of this awesome knot voiceover um, craziness that happened on the, the call. Hope you're enjoying it. Hope you're getting some value from what they're saying. I know I did personally. I'll talk about that after the call as well. But uh, hope you're enjoying the show. Hope you're doing good. Hope the show finds you well, as they say. Now let's get to a song. Then let's get right back to the Awesome Not voiceover artists call. Stay tuned. Nick Diaz of Knots coming right back. Oh, snap. We're the sign-off. Anthony's coming in a second. Hey, absolutely no problem. Um, everybody that's familiar with this app is very familiar with this problem. Sometimes calls will just drop. I mean, oh my God, it's hey, hey I've returned. Fish. <laughs> my guy, what's up? So I, I was just saying that everyone familiar with this app is very familiar with the idea of these calls dropping. Um, so this will just be a part two, and it kind of works out better because uh, – one of the cool things with this app is I get to run this like a radio station. So now I can play a song in between this if I wanted to, or, uh, and it's all copyrighted, uh, copyright free. So I can play literally any song we want. So I'll get some uh, song recommendations from you guys afterwards or later on. And I will be sure to play those for you guys. But we were just talking about video games that you would love to voice on. And Tiana was saying street fighter. And I just wanted to throw in there. I don't know if, You'll be familiar with this show, Tiana, but I'm hoping Anthony, my Canadian brother, will uh, remember Video and Arcade Top 10. Ooh, Anthony? You remember that? Oh, yeah, of course. I was on Video and Arcade Top 10 once. And wow. I, 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 so basically the show is a show for kids to come on and compete against each other in video games, different video games. And if you win the tournament or whatever against three other people or whatever, you win that game and a chance to get a prize up on the wall. I played Killer Instinct 2 and got second place. I love the, the, the fighting games, but for me, I was a Mortal Kombat guy, not a Street Fighter guy, but Street Fighter was an awesome game, but I love the fatalities in Mortal Kombat, so. Oh, Woo! yeah. That was fun. I remember that, Good too. Times. Fighting games, though, have a uh, special place, just like racing games for me uh, in my, like, video game epitor uh, like taste. It's like, I gotta be in a specific mood to just, like, start messing people up in a fighting game or a racing game, but um, how about you, Anthony? Any video games that you're like, oh, I wish I could have been in that video game or maybe even video games coming up that you're like, Oh, I wish I was on that game. Um, is Anthony still here? He's still here. Um, 
It was just a couple of, of issues with his headset. So I just fed him your question oh. over Facebook Messenger. It's fine. All good. All good. Yeah, so uh, I don't uh, I don't hear anything right now, but uh, I've been told <laughs> about like what video games I'd like to be in. Um, I mean, I'd love to be in in like any kind of fighting game. There was this one game that I was uh, going to be in, but some shit went down, so that's not happening. But uh, I mean, any anything Marvel related, I love I love the Marvel comics and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that. And it's just, oh my god, I've I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be in it. I know, I know Tiana's in um, the, the Avengers Academy and, uh, like, a bunch of other stuff. But, yeah, oh, a lot really? of friends that I know are in Avengers Academy. And I just, I would love to one day be in that or, like, any other type <laughs> of Marvel uh, thing. But in terms of, like, I, I, think, I think that might be, to be an X-Men or, like, a Spider-Man villain is just my yes. main goal my my main voiceover once i hit that i was like what else everything else is just extra bonus points <laughs> so one thing that i've talked about on the show before it's gonna be a little weird if you can't hear me he won't know if i'm talking right now but um uh one thing i've talked about on here before is kind of origin stories and I, uh, a guy on here talked about how we all kind of have these kind of superhero origin stories basically a character in you know the superhero universe that we really connected with, whether or not it was their powers, their stories, something like that. And uh, I've always said my character, my origin character is Cable, the son of Jean Grey and Cyclops from the X-Men world. And I'm just wondering, Tiana, if, and, and as well as Anthony, uh, if you want to text him, um, what, if any, characters in the comic book universe did you ever connect with that you're like oh man i really like that character i really connect with that character all right well i already know who mine is 110 <laughs> percent, and she's new which is always new? fun she's relatively new she's a couple years old okay. kamala khan miss marvel oh my god i love her yeah. so much She's such a her? spaz. She's a spaz like me. She's <laughs> Peter Parker, but a teenage girl. This is what we wanted. People are like, oh, well, I don't know how to get girls. This is it. It's right in front of you. She's perfect. <laughs> I love her. So I want to see her in everything. Everything. Oh, she does the right thing even when it's hard, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't realize, like, that is difficult, man, especially in a world that feels like it's run on pure evil. There's a lot of, like, crap in the world. But, like, oh, she does the right thing even when it's hard. She's crazy relatable. She's a little dork. She's into, <laughs> like, her nerdy little fan fiction things. I have not loved a character, this, especially a new character, I have not loved a character this much. And wow. her books are adorable. She's she's just she's just this adorable little spaz that I feel like there's there's a little bit of Kamala in all of us. And I just oh, I love her. She's the best. The best. Um I love it. Oh my god, yeah. That's amazing. I'm so happy you actually had the answer. I was so worried in posing that you're like, 
I don't really know, but you're like 110% this person. It's pretty hard to be able to try and connect with a character that has superpowers. But, uh, oh man, just that's a loaded question, honestly. Like, because so many of my favorites, I don't, aren't like, they're, I don't know if I can relate to them, but I like, I like where they kind of come from and i like their attitude like i love i love t'challa black panther he's probably one of my favorites awesome. just a what just awesome a guy answer. who's doing what's right or what he believes is right for for his people and like he does not take anyone's shit it's just the coolest thing and i love i love the big bad bosses like like thanos or apocalypse like the guys who are just larger than life and just like oh you're you're a peon or whatever i'll just they do what they need to do in order to get the job done um see it's it's, i mean not not so much in terms of like who i like relatability but like i find fascinating is someone like cletus cassidy the whole like like serial killer but oh he's also has a superpower like that's that's fucking Mm -hmm. crazy to me and i think that's that's really cool (laughs) but i mean in terms of relatability i can't think of anything but in terms of why i like certain characters in terms of like a psychological sense i gotta go with a lot of the villains because a lot of times too they're they're villains not because they want to but because they have to guys like magneto who've who's seen the horrors of man and who is not like under who's just trying to do his best to like for his people once again and having to do all that shit is Pretty crazy, I will say. It's so fascinating that you say you connected with uh, all the big bosses, especially because you mentioned specifically Apocalypse, because my origin story character has devoted his entire life to trying to destroy Apocalypse for what he has done to the world and killing all of his parents and X-Men and all that stuff in his reality because he was sent to the future. But that's awesome. That's That's... See, it's awesome. I love, I love this question because Anthony is 100% right. It is a very loaded question. And I, I knew you guys, or at least I hoped you guys, would be at least interested in the comic book Marvel world. that I definitely heard it earlier. So I was pretty sure you guys would have an amazing answer, and you guys definitely delivered. So I'm so happy I asked that question. And I guess one of the last questions before I get, I get your kind of final thoughts on on the experience and and on awesome knots and and everything like that is what bands are you listening to right now uh, as i said i'm going to try to play some music oh. uh, later on today so oh. uh, is there a band or eight, two bands maybe that you're listening to right now that you're like nobody knows about this band but they should know about this band dude or even just dude. somebody you're obsessed with right now Dude, um, okay. I mean, there's there's one band that I've been listening to over and over uh, called Bellacore. It's it's B E apostrophe L A K O R. They are a melodic death metal progressive band from Australia. A lot of yeah. their songs are very. Yes. Uh, if you're into if you're into bands like Opeth or vocals I'm... and guitar tones of Amonomarth, you will love these guys. If I I recommend reading the lyrics before you uh before you say or like but b- before you start listening to their songs because they're very harsh vocals they're very hard to understand but 
you know, just reading it, you can see like it's clearly telling like a story and it gives like a good theater of the mind and it invokes like feels of of tragedy, but it's almost like heroic almost like like if you're, you're like you know when you're watching game of thrones and like you're seeing like a big battle and everything's in grayscale and it's like how's the hero gonna live but like he has to kill all these people and he's it's very valiant i will say is kind of what i'm what i'm trying to get at another band that i really that i've been listening to a lot recently is called night of the round they are a metal band who get this covers final fantasy songs so they'll take like um, uh, the gold saucer theme and they'll re 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 rendition it into a doom metal song, or they'll take uh, the song from uh, from Final Fantasy IX where you have to escape the castle, where it goes like and they make it like a thrash metal song. And then another one, oh, one of my favorites is uh, is the the Final Fantasy X where it's like like when you see Seymour, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like a very epic like oh my goodness this this god is coming to destroy everything it's i really love them they're really cool uh, i've been listening to a lot of uh, mega drive they're a synth band so if you're into like the the whole uh music from the 80s of like blade runner or anything like that that's really good aesthetic also mitch murder he did the music for kung fury which is also very super 80s but uh, no, those are a lot of just a couple of the bands that I've been listening to. Mashuga, love Mashuga. Can't go wrong with them. Gojira, of course, fantastic of course. all the way. But uh, yeah, those are those are kind of the bands I have on my uh, iPhone when I go to the gym. Awesome, nice. He got awesome me into Bellacore, be actually. Bellacore. He got me into Bellacore. No way. I was talking to him. No, we were talking like a week ago, and I was just you know doing whatever and he's like oh you know there's this band you gotta check out it's called bellacore i was like okay cool so i check them out they are awesome okay <laughs> they take it's it they take all the melodic aspects of metal and then they just darken them even more and throw on the heavy but they know how to layer it out which i think is really cool like they'll layer on something that's a little bit easy to listen to and then they just pile on that really heavy vocal that really raw, heavy vocal, and then everything else just really melts together. They, they understand the composition of music. I really like that a lot. Yeah. Um, but bands I listen to, I, I feel very boring. Um, uh, so uh, if you can have you, I can't recommend the band In Flames enough. Cool. Okay. Nice. Along the lines wow. of uh, Opeth and the other bands he was mentioning there, but uh, it sounds like the Bellacores are around the same thing. Very, very heavy, very driving forward towards like the end, if you will, and uh, the, the, the lyrics and the vocals are so amazing. Um, he, he goes from like a scratchy like scream to like beautiful, like clear vocals for the choruses. Sometimes it's, it's awesome. That's really cool. Um... Aside from bands I've been listening to, aside from Bellacore, I've been listening to a lot of early No Doubt. Like, early yes. No Doubt. I, I, I traveled, uh, I, my parents took me to France and Switzerland when I was like, like five or something. I was super young to, to barely remember the trip. But the one thing I do remember is driving the Swiss and uh, French countryside, listening to uh, Crawling in My Spider Webs with even Message and I'll Call mm -hmm. You Back. 
that's that's Europe to me right there. No, dude, no doubt was my first concert, dude. Like really? Hell yeah, dude! It was right after Rock Steady came out, and my mother, who is a great parent, decided to get mosh pit tickets to the mosh pit, (laughs) and and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like 13, (laughs) and then um. That was my first ever concert. It was standing tickets so that we'd be right next to the stage. And I was like within two or three arms length away from Tony and Gwen and the rest of the band. And like no one moshed. It was just a nice little like, hey, we're just going to be mad chill and listen to Scott and like move around a little bit. But it wasn't. I was going to say, it seems like they would be more like bouncy, if anything, not so moshy. No, it wasn't moshy at all. And, um, oh, and they played stuff from Return of Saturn, which was my first No Doubt album. And then I moved backward because I was a baby. <laughs> so I was really into Return of Saturn because I was a small little music bab. And then um, Rocksteady came out and then I ended up moving backwards. So I've been listening to like a lot of early No Doubt. Not the first album, but the the other one. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but I, I, I'm sure I, I, I'll remember all the songs that are on it once I figure out what album it is. And I'll just for you, I'm definitely going to play some No Doubt on the show today. That. Uh, is there any song in particular that you're just like playing on repeat these days? Oh, man. Total hate. I know. Hard question. What was that? Hello? Oh, no, I think I just lost them both. All right, we're going to try this round three, final round. Come out next. Hi there. Round three. So I just spoke to Anthony. He has to go, but he wanted me to tell you guys something he's going to be in. I would love to hear that. And it's an RPG. Yes. It's called Y-I-I-K. Y? Like the letter Y? Y, Yes. Letter Y, Y, two I's. I-I-K. Yik, almost. Yik. Yes. Okay. And it is a post-modern RPG. And he wanted me to... Oh, my goodness. Hi. Oh, hey. Hey there. I'm back. He's back. Did you want to say uh, the thing that you were in after I said the thing that you were in? Yes, just in case. Uh, yes, yeah, please. It's a game called, called Y2K, a postmodern RPG. It was, uh, it's like an American, insp- it's a JRPG, but it was made in America. So like it's it's got those elements, but it's all based in like an Americana, kind of like 1999, where every character is a hipster. And it's right before the, the Y2K bug comes out. It has a, some very familiar names. Uh, uh, Chris Neosi is in it. Clifford Chapin. Uh, uh, Yuri of Wind. Uh, Michelle Lewis. Brittany Lada. Melina Elker. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But a couple, a couple of New York talents. A couple of L.A. talents. This was recorded back in like 2015, 2014. You can find the Twitter account, Ack Studio. So A-C-K-K. It's uh, they're all right there. They're actually going to be at PlayStation Experience this uh, this upcoming weekend. So if you're going, make sure to look for it and check it out. 
the character I play is called Claudio. He is a um, uh, he owns a record shop and he fights with a katana and he's super into magical girls and he's a really big weeaboo <laughs> and he's a he's a he's a fun, charming, lovable character. That that game actually sounds amazing. It kind of sounds like. Uh, did you guys ever play or hear about Hotline Miami? Yes. Yeah. It kind of feels like just from that hipster, postmodern, right before Y two K. It's kind of like a throwback, kind of like Knots in a way. But uh, it uh, it sounds awesome, and it's and it's an RPG, you say. So that sounds that sounds awesome. I'm I'm looking for a new, I'm looking for a new something to get me away from Awesome Knots. I've got over thirty five. Hundred games played in this game, and well, there is Dragon Ball Fighters that's coming out, and I think oh, that's going to be the new hotness. I'm sure I, I love Dragon Ball, just like any any good uh, ch- child of the '90s. But uh, oh man, I, I need something to get me away from knots, uh, or maybe not <laughs> maybe <laughs> a new character to try out. As I've got 2,700 games, so. <laughs> Oh, man. And uh, so, Tiana, what do you have coming up? Uh, you have a rap battle coming up, don't I you? I do. Today? I have a rap what? battle coming up. Yes. And it's going to drop at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's is going it, to is be it going today. to be lit? Oh, my God. Okay. So, Kellen Goff and I are buddies. And a friend of ours runs a YouTube series called Epic Voiceover Battles of YouTube. And Kellen messages me and is like, oh, God, this guy's doing rap battles. Oh, man, that sounds so silly. (laughs) In the morning, I get a text. It's Pat. Kellen challenges you to a rap battle. And I'm just like, (laughs) so I go, I did this rap battle two days ago. It got mixed yesterday. It sounds amazing. I can't wait for it to drop. Also, I'm going to be in a DreamWorks TV series. I can actually talk about because um, I keep getting tagged on Instagram as my character. But um, that is going to be coming out in the spring. So next year, that's going to be out. Um, I don't really think I have anything coming out in terms of games just yet that I feel I can really talk about, but I have been working okay. on things. And once, once I have the okay, um, you'll probably hear about them on Twitter. So yeah. Awesome. And anytime you guys are doing anything, I'd love to have you guys back on to, you know, let the people know what, what what's coming out and what's, uh, what's up in your guys' lives. Uh, I'm sure they would love to love to hear about it. And, uh, yeah, congratulations on all the success. It sounds like you guys got so many irons in the fire. It is ridiculous. Thank you. Well, I mean, if, if anybody is interested in, like, our daily lives or seeing how we're, we're kind of going, we, we're both on Twitter. They can follow us. Yeah, you can. Um, you want to just say your tags right now just for, so everybody can, uh, can follow you if they want? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony, would you want to do yours first? And then yeah, sure. Uh, it's antfishvo. So ant and fish, all one word. Vo, all also one word. <laughs> and Tiana, mine is Tiana Camacho. Vo. I'm so now, sorry. Please spell that out because I know. Okay. <laughs> I was planning to. That is going to be T I A N A C A M as in Mary A. C-H-O as an octopus, V-O, 
So that's at first name, last name, VO. That's it. And is your main place to connect with you? Uh, are you guys on Instagram? Um, I, am. I, I am, but not really. Okay. I mean, I just, okay. I just, just, I, I, I post silly stuff and, and gym pictures on Instagram. You, you don't need to follow me there. Gotcha, gotcha. So I will, I will make sure to include your tags in the title of this. So everybody, make sure to go follow these guys on Twitter, so you can be sure to follow all the exciting action and uh, be sure to check out the uh, what is it, the Y two K RPG game. Uh, that sounds awesome, yep. and uh, I'm I'm so excited to see what you guys uh, got coming up next. So I'm definitely going to be following you uh, and what you guys got going on. Thank you guys so much for coming on today. I can't tell you how appreciative, how grateful I am, and honestly, I, I'm so glad I didn't actually fanboy out on you guys today as I kind of did uh, when I started talking to Tiana. I love I love this game so much. It is crazy like i was i was texting with her last night while i'm waiting for a match of uh awesome knots to be happening and i had this thought i'm like what other awesome knot player right now is chatting with the character that's going to come out tomorrow uh it, it, it was so meta to me i was kind of tripping out a little bit to be honest but uh thank you guys so much uh i think i think this is an amazing conversation i think that there's uh, I, I had a great time, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So I hope. Thank you. Mm, yeah, it was real cool. Awesome. Well, uh, I can't recommend you guys stick around on Anchor enough, but I completely understand you guys have crazy busy lives. So I will be sure to pass on any messages from the listeners uh, that they might have for you uh, along the way. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. No thank problem. you for having us. Yes, thank you. Nick Diaz of Knots, this has been two of the voice at from Awesome Knots. You guys go to right now. It is it's free, and then you can hear Tiana's new character get released tomorrow. And she's got a theme song that I've, I'm going to retweet on Twitter right now. She's going to have a killing spree. It's it. There's so much depth to this game. You guys go got to go check it out. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay, bye. Bye, dude.
that's the show for today, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in tomorrow for who knows what's going to happen. I think I'm going to make tomorrow the Anchor Fam Day. Please tune in. Send me a call and let me know what you thought of today's guests or join me on Awesome Knots or on Instagram. I'm at Nick Diaz of Knots, all one word. Same thing on Twitter. I'm going to be making a post about today to include today's guests. Twitter handles there. They are not on Instagram. They're only on Twitter. So that might be a reason to go get Twitter. If you're thinking about not being on Twitter, I think that might be a mistake. That used to be me. Not anymore. I currently have it open. It is my fourth open app right now. I'm telling you, it could be a game changer for you and your podcast process. Woo! Can't believe we did it. We got through it today. Another day done. Anchor, I love you. Community, I love you. Tune in tomorrow. Send me some calls. Send me some Anchor love. And let me know if you want to jump on a call. I got 10 minutes for everybody. So, Nick Diaz of Knots out. Oh, yeah. And uh, stay tuned for three amazing songs that uh, are just going to pump you up even more than I am pumped up right now. Woo!